Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Spooky with Knox. I am your host Knox and today is our first Urban Legends episode and I'm so so excited to be talking about these Urban Legends with you. I've been wanting to do an Urban Legends episode since I conceived the idea for this podcast and now we're here and I can't wait to share what I found with you. Um, Real quick before we get into the episode, I kind of wanted to go over how the Urban Legends episodes will work. So since each country has multiple urban legends, um, these episodes are going to be broken into parts. So for example, today's episode is going to be Korean Urban Legends Part 1. But the next time I do an Urban Legends episode, I'm not going to go back to Korea. I'm going to go somewhere else in the world. Um, And after a while, I'll come back to Korea and do some more Urban Legends from Korea. And I wanted to say, if I ever go to a point where I've it's been a while since I haven't done a certain country and you want to hear that country again, please feel free to hit me up on my Twitter, my email, my website, whatever, and be like, hey, you haven't done an Urban Legends episode from this country for a while. Could you please do them? And I would be more than happy to oblige and do those episodes for you. Or if I haven't done a country before and you're like, hey, I really want to hear Urban Legends from this country. Just let me know. I want to do what you all want to hear. Um, so yeah, just just let me know. And that's kind of how they're going to work. I'm going to break them into parts with about three to five Urban Legends per episode. And uh, they, they'll be broken up into different parts. Uh, today's Urban Legends episode, as I said, is going to be Korean. And uh, you're probably wondering, why did you choose Korea? So there are a couple of reasons. So the first reason was because my first two episodes took place inside the United States. The first one was in Texas, the second in Virginia. And when I was trying to decide where I wanted to go for this episode, I knew I kind of wanted to go outside the United States just to give um, a little bit of a break to the U.S. And... Um, another reason why is I love languages and I love learning about different cultures and countries' beliefs and all of that. Um, and I'm currently learning Korean. I'm trying to learn Korean right now. So I thought that this would be an excellent way to learn more about Korea, maybe learn some new Korean words and, uh, give you all an interesting episode. So yeah, that's, that's why I chose the Korean Urban Legends. I also wanted to say that I'm not good at Korean. I am not good. I am a novice. I have really just started. I am at the beginner phase of my my learning experience. Um, And I also have a little bit of a lisp. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, I have trouble with T's and S's. Mainly with the S's though. T's not so much. But if um, you hear me tripping over my words or if I say a word with an s sound weird that's why because when I learn new languages or I'm nervous my lisp really comes out and I have trouble pronouncing words I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything like that and feel free to correct me if you speak Korean and you're like hey you pronounced that wrong it's supposed to be pronounced like this just let me know I won't get mad. I won't get offended. Um, it'll actually really help me in the long run when I'm learning other words in Korean. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to give you a heads up, let you know I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Um, it's just I have a lisp and I'm still learning. So without further ado, let me get into the episode. I hope you like what I have picked out. I'm so excited to share these with you. And the first urban legend on my list is about the Choi no Gwishnin. So they are known as virginal ghosts. They are female. They um, can be found in abandoned buildings like schools or hospitals. You can also find them in cemeteries, bathrooms, or in wooded areas. 
They're typically seen wearing a hanbok, which uh, is the traditional Korean outfit, but it's called a sobok because it's traditionally worn in death and they're usually white. Uh, They have long hair that covers their face. And when I was doing research for this episode, I saw this picture of this girl with this long black hair in front of her face and it reminded me of the girl from The Ring. Now, I've never seen The Ring because I hate scary movies. Which is ironic given that I love learning about urban legends and ghost stories and all things paranormal and scary like that. But I just, I hate scary movies. And I've seen clips of the the ring though. So I know about the girl with the long hair. And when I saw this picture, I was like, oh, hell no. That looks like the girl from the ring. So if I ever encountered one of these ghosts in person, I would run the other way. I wouldn't try to interact with the ghosts or anything like that. I would just go running in the opposite direction. So there are a couple ways to tell how um, a Choino Guishnin is in the area. And one way is is if the air uh, temperature drops, if the wind changes directions, or if you have sudden chills. That's how you can tell that a Choino Guishnin is in your presence. And then if you see the girl with the long hair in front of her face, then you definitely know I'm in the presence of a Choino Guishnin. So there are a couple of ways that you can appease these ghosts because they tend to cause problems for the towns or villages that they were once a part of or their families are a part of. And there's really only two ways that you can appease their ghosts. And the first way I find is the most interesting. Uh, so the first way to tell if, uh, to appease these ghosts is building penis statues. Now, when I saw this, I kind of did a double take because from what I've heard, Korea tends to be a more conservative country when it comes to like sexual material and things like that. Uh, I'm not saying that they're prudes. I'm just saying that they tend to be more censored than, say, the states. Uh, So when I was researching it and I saw this, I wouldn't have batted an eye if it had been in the states. If I had been researching and I was learning about these ghosts and say they were somewhere here in the U.S. and they say you had to build a penis statue to appease this ghost, I wouldn't have blinked an eye. I would have been like, all right, that makes sense. Uh, but when it was in Korea, I kind of did a double take. I was like, really? Okay, that's cool. That's interesting. Um, so yeah, but there's a whole legend that surrounds this. There's actually a park called Hashingdon Park in um, Samchok, Korea, where they have this whole park just filled with penis statues. And the legend around it says that there was a young woman who was engaged to be married. one, And one day she took her fiance's boat out. He was he took her out and he left her so that she could gather seaweed so she could harvest seaweed and he promised to be back to pick her up later well in that time when he left her to the time when he was supposed to go back to get her a storm hit and she drowned and died and after that they said that the fish in the area started to disappear and someone thought about the woman who had been killed and they were like it's her she's the reason why this is happening to us and we have to make penis statues to her to appease her soul so that's what they did and after a while they said that the fish slowly started to come back and everything was okay again and twice a year to this day they still hold religious ceremonies in honor of her ghost 
which I think is really cool that they still uphold this tradition and this honor. And I would love to go and see this in person um, and try to learn more about it um, from people who take part in in this ceremony. Uh, and I also, I forgot about this. I wanted to mention this. When I told my friend about this, she looked up the park as well. I think, I think this was in Hashingdon Park. It might have been in another one. But in one of these parks where they have these penis statues, there is a penis cannon. They made a penis cannon and it moves up and down. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I, I want to see this thing in person because you don't get to see this every day and it's one of those things where it's like it's too good to be true you have to see it in person to believe it so my friend and I were both like we're gonna go to Korea one day together and we're gonna go see this park in person so I I would love to go to this park and see these in person um now the second way that you can appease these spirits is a lot less um graphic uh, than building a penis statue. So you have to basically find the Choino Gwishnin's counterpart, which is called a Chonggok Gwishnin, and unite their souls together in the afterlife in hopes that they'll move on and share a happy afterlife together. So you have to find a male counterpart and basically marry the two of them together. And those are the two ways that you can appease the Choino Gwishnin, either build a penis statue or find an eligible bachelor and marry the two of them together. So I, I saw that one and I knew it had to be first because it was just too good to, to not be first. And uh, on to the second one. So the second urban legend that I have picked out is about the Joysong Saja. And they are known as the Korean Grim Reapers. Uh, you can typically find the Choisong Saja in places where death is prominent. So hospitals, battlefields, places where sickness or disease are kind of running rampant, places where accidents happen a lot, that sort of thing. And they work for one of the kings of the underworld, King Yonma. There are ten kings of the underworld. King Yonma is the, the fifth. He's the fifth. And he uh, judges... The deceased souls and decides where they go in the afterlife. And the Joysong Saja, you know, in American societies or Western societies, we tend to view the Grim Reaper as a man who's hooded, he's carrying a Sith. I think I think most people think he's like bony, like he's just a skeleton of what he once used to be. But not the Joysong Saja. The Joysong Saja tend to appear human. And they uh, they don't look anything like what we typically view uh, the Grim Reapers as. And you cannot bribe, you cannot escape the Choisong Saja. Uh, when it's your time to die, it's your time to die. You, you can't escape death. It's not a thing that can be escaped. And they say that if you dream about the Choisong Saja, it means you're about to die. So it's, it's an omen that you're going to die soon. Now, I don't think that Koreans see the Choisong Saja as malevolent or evil or anything like that. Um, I didn't read anything about them being particularly evil or mean or anything like that. I just think that they're there to do a job, and that's that's all. So yeah, that's a little bit about the Choisong Saja. Um, and the third urban legend that I'm going to tell you about 
is the one that kind of freaked me out the most. Now, I watch a YouTube channel called Most Amazing Top 10, and this is kind of how I got into Urban Legends. And they had an episode on Korean Urban Legends, and I heard this Urban Legend through there. So when I was doing research and I saw it pop up in my research, I knew I had to include it, and it freaks me out the most. I don't, I don't like this one. But it talks about a young girl who was obsessed with her beauty. She wanted to stay young and pretty forever. And one day when she was at school, she was talking to one of her friends about, you know, not wanting to get wrinkles or grow old or things like that. And her friend was like, well, there's this bath that you can take that will keep your skin smooth and silky and beautiful. And the young girl was like, I will do anything. So that night when she went home, she put sesame seeds into her bath. Well, time passed and her parents began to grow worried because she hadn't come out yet so they knocked on the door and they asked her if she was all right and she told them to go away to leave her alone so they're like okay she's just not done yet more time passed and they went to check on her again and still the same answer leave me alone go away well finally her mom was like i've had enough she's been in there for so long now i have to see what's wrong so she breaks down the locked door And in the corner of the room is her daughter sitting, picking at her skin. The sesame sesame seeds, excuse me, had embedded themselves into her pores as she was picking them out with a toothpick. Now, when I was doing my research, again, there are pictures. I don't know if they'd done like an episode in a Korean drama or a movie or whatever. I don't know what they did, but they had had pictures of a woman with the sesame seeds embedded in her skin. Like this, this was freaky. I ugh, gave me the chills. I, I was like, I'm just going to get out of this. And so, yeah, that's, that's it. And it's supposed to warn people about being obsessed with your beauty to not be so obsessed with it because after a while your beauty will fade you'll grow older um and your skin won't be as smooth and silky you will get wrinkles so it's just a little warning like don't be obsessed with your beauty or you'll wind up with like this girl with sesame seeds embedded into your skin so yeah the fourth urban legend that i have is a really short one it's not that long at all and it's about soul stealing dreams so in korea They say that if you dream of a deceased loved one, it's a bad omen, especially if that loved one is by water. And they say that if that loved one is calling you towards them and trying to embrace you, it means that they're trying to steal your soul. So just be aware that if you dream of a deceased loved one and they try to embrace you, they could possibly be trying to steal your soul. So yeah, that's all for that one. It was super short, but I I wanted to include it because I'd never heard of that before. Like, I've never heard of anything like that in um, any urban legends that I've ever encountered. Um, So I knew I had to um, add that one. And last but not least is number five is the Jairo Highway. So Jairo means freedom in Korean. I think it means freedom road, actually. Um, And it's a major highway that's north of Seoul. And it leads into North Korea. And even from, like, a certain section of this highway, you can see North Korea. Um, But that's not the only thing you can see on this highway. There is actually a female ghost who tries to hitchhike on this highway. And one reason why is because this highway has some foggy parts and accidents do tend to happen. So people believe that maybe she was involved in an accident and now her spirit can't move on. She's known as a gyro ghost. And um, they, some people say that she's depicted as uh, wearing sunglasses. And 
um, that if you pick her up, she'll lead you to a graveyard. And some people say that the sunglasses that you see aren't actually sunglasses. They are her gouged out eyes. No, thank you. I don't want to see that. I don't need to see it. I, I don't want to see it. So I wouldn't pick this ghost up. I wouldn't pitch, pick hitchhikers up anyway. Um, but I especially would not want to pick up this one. Uh, she's not mean or anything. I didn't read anything about her, like, killing anybody. It's just I would not want to see those eyes. Um, and another thing, too, about this is there are actually variations of this urban legend all across the globe. Like, I've heard so many urban legends about hitchhiking ghosts. You pick them up, they'll take you to a graveyard like she does. She'll take, they'll take you to their former home where a loved one still lives, and that loved one will tell you, yeah, they used to live here, but not anymore. They died in a car accident along this road where you picked up the hitchhiking ghost. Uh, I know in New Orleans, People, like taxi drivers, don't pick up people after a certain time because they kept getting ghosts and they were cheated out of their fare because the ghosts, you know, can't pay them. They don't have any money. So the taxi stopped running after a certain time just because they kept picking up ghosts and they were cheated out of their fare. So yeah, that's, I might do a whole episode on those ghosts just to see the different examples and the different variations that each country kind of has with these hitchhiking ghosts and compare them to one another um, just to see the similarities and the differences between them all. Uh, But that's it. That's all I have for you today for this Korean Urban Legends episode. Uh, How did you like them? Did you find them interesting? Did you like them? Uh, I know I did. I, I thought they were really cool and interesting, especially the first one about the Choi No Gushnin. I, I really liked that one. It wasn't um, freaky all except for the, the hair in front of the face. Um, but next week's episode is going to be another paranormal episode, and I'm going to be talking about the Island of the Dolls. So please make sure you stick around for that. Uh, I'm really excited about talking about that one. I actually have a fear of dolls. But, like, specific dolls. The baby dolls where the eyes move. You know, you can, like, you lay them down, their eyes close. I hate those dolls. Uh, And I've seen uh, people talk about this on, like, Ghost Adventures and BuzzFeed Unsolved. And I really would like to go more in depth and talk about it. And talk about just experiences that people have and sort of the history of the island. I believe it's in Mexico City. It's on, like, a little island off of Mexico City somewhere. So yeah, please stick around for that. If you have any questions or comments, you can tweet me at SpookyNox. You can contact me through my website, which is linked in my Twitter bio. Or you can email me at GetSpookyWithMe at gmail.com. You can talk to me about any episodes that you would like to hear um, for future episodes, whether it be paranormal, true crime, or urban legends. Or you can talk to me about this week's episode or any of the episodes that I've done so far. Um, I will respond to them at the beginning of the next episode that I do. So just let me know if you have any questions, comments, recommendations, whatnot. Um, And I hope to see you all next time. Bye.